Black Men Podcast. Walk with me. Let it rock. Yeah, but they told me that I already know. Now I'm changing this reading is really recorded. I'm changing up some things, so that's why um, that's popping up now. Because I want, I want all of this to be viewed now. I want us to be able to record video and audio, but then I also want to be able to do this when I'm out of town. You know what I'm saying? Because out of town, I got to take too much stuff, and I realized on my last flight. That was too much shit. They were making me check shit because I had just too much electronics with me. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. So that's why I spent 149, 50 bucks on Zoom for a year <laughs> so we can be able to record video and audio. Yeah, they got a free version, but it only records for fucking 30, 40 minutes. So I don't want to record 30 oh. minutes. I want to record a whole, how long ever we take. You, you know what I mean? So that's so that's the catch, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, that's the catch. This nigga, uh, my man C's hit me up. And he was uh, basically trying to, uh, I don't know, give me his rundown of podcasts and how he has a hierarchy of what he watches first and all this shit. And he was like, yeah, I see you, man. I see you on episode 40. I said, yo, C's, yo, let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck if listen or not, bro. Real shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't got to tell me you got to watch Dream Chance first. And I, I, I don't fuck about that shit, man. You know what, you know what I mean? Nah, yeah, but I'm just saying, that's anybody. I'm like, yo, this is a big world. Right. You know what I mean? If I had to depend on, and this ain't no shot of him, that's my brother. He was almost kind of like feeling guilty that I'm on episode 40 and he didn't know it. Because like, whoa, I'm behind like a motherfucker. I'm, oh, okay. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? <laughs> but... I know him to be sincere. That's what I had to tell him, bro. I'm so fuck. It's okay. Like, it's like if I drop an EP and you don't hear it, I can't be mad at you. Maybe you don't want to hear my shit. Right. Somebody does. Yeah, somebody does. You know what I mean? Right. Like, people hear the podcast. People like what we rocking with. And a therapist from Texas that now happens to be a friend was loving what we was doing for a long time without me knowing it was a therapist. And no, he knew I was going, I wanted to get into therapy, but. I didn't know what direction he was coming from. I thought he was just somebody that was cool, not knowing now he's a direct connection. That listener, you know, has more value, you know, to me personally. But all listeners matter. But most of the time, the listeners are people we don't know personally. I agree. You have way more people that know you personally that listen than I do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I know quite a few people personally that listen. Um, And and I, I think a lot of them comes from my radio show. A lot of people come from my radio show. Um, a lot of people, yo, it is funny. I'm, I'm digressing. I'm changing over just a quick second. I've been hit up to, um, actually work for a local radio station, um, where, because they've been listening to my radio show, they'll listen to the podcast and they, um, so they've been like, yo, you should come work at our station. Now I'm contemplating it. I'm thinking about it because I enjoy doing my internet radio stuff, but 
It's not super lucrative. And I'm not saying that working for the station to be super lucrative, but that just goes back to what we were just talking about. You never know who's actually listening to what we're doing and the opportunities that could come from people listening to what we are doing. And yeah, the relationship to build, you know what I mean? Like us sitting with Chris White, that was your relationship. Now it's part of my relationship as well because I speak to son as well. I speak to dude as well. Um, because he has a lot of great insight and I, and you know what I mean? I like what he's doing, you know what I mean? And I think, I think it's a benefit from all of us when we can build with people that, you know, we don't know, but they know, they see what we doing and they see the talents that we have and they like, yo, I think that'd be a good, you know, business back and forth. So, you know, we're going to see how all this progress, I think, but you right. C's ain't the only person. Someone hit me up and said the same shit, similar shit, talking about some, um, yo, man, y'all y'all just only on 40 on um, episode 40? I'm like, yeah. Only, like only on 40? Right. And then I was like, yeah. They was like, how long you been podcasting? I said, dude, I have a network. I said, I've been podcasting for a while. I said, this is actually our season two. I said, we just decided not to name it season two. I said, but this is season two. So in reality, we're on probably a hundred and something episodes. I said, but with our season two and the reformat of what we're doing and the rebranding of what we're doing, it just looked like we're only on episode 40. So then I asked him, I said, what do you have going on outside of your nine to five? He was like, oh man, I, you know, I hope you ain't take that as the wrong. I said, no, I ain't taking that as wrong, but I had a question too. You just said, I'm just only on episode 40. You know? I think I think episode forty is pretty solid because we were doing it once a week and one right. time. Right, we it's got, only fifty-two weeks in a year. So what do you mean? And we got the forty hella quick. So I, I'm confused. I don't even like there's fifty-two weeks in a year. What's what's up with your calendar? <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I am you know what I'm saying, and I, and I think a lot of times with people they don't even mean nothing about the shit they say. Right, I but do. I just don't want to be that guy you have small talk with where you feel like you got to make up words. Right. I think also, too, bro, a lot of people, it's, it's so many podcasts out there now. It's a lot of people podcasting. You know That's why I'm not offended if a person doesn't listen. But you don't have to explain to me. First of all, if you're listening, I kind of already know. Right. Same thing here. Somewhat, because you're not going to listen and never comment on something. Like, I got people I know personally, not a lot of them, that they'll send a text message where it's kind of, saying something that was on a particular show and I can tell it'll come back in my mind I'm like okay this person listen this person listen I know one particular female that listens all the time I knew her when I was in high school you know and she travels a lot with work and um she listens because she likes the show she's the one that mentioned doing it twice a week and I brought it to you and we were like fuck it let's do it but she was saying that our content is good not even knowing about the podcast game she said our content is good content our content is good she was like yo y'all should just keep doing what you're doing. The chemistry is good. You're just getting better and getting better. And when I brought it up to you, you was like, fuck it, why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, it was a great idea. What am I? I can't come up with all the ideas. So shit, you was like, yo, two, two times a week. I'm like, fuck it. If you can do it, I can do it. Let's knock some shit out. And it's I think it makes us, it makes us stronger to a yeah, certain degree. Totally. You know what I mean? It, do, it definitely does. And we, we communicate. We always communicate a lot, but we communicate a lot more. And this medium helps us really be able to build the brotherhood that we already currently have. And yeah, we leave a lot of content on the table, though. We leave a whole lot of content on the table. We can't help that. But that's why I think us starting to do lives or start doing extra content. We got to do some stuff for social media, for TikTok and different things like that. 
I think us doing the extra content is going to help us not leave so much on the table. You know what I'm saying? We got to do something. I, yo, I'm suggesting we should do another live on the 24th of this month. What you got going on? I'm putting them on the spot, people. I'm putting them on the spot. What you got going on on the 24th? I have no idea. Exactly. No idea. I mean, I'm trying to record next weekend, but I don't have no idea the 24th. Oh, you about to hit the booth next weekend? Yeah, I'm going to hit up a lot because that's a three-day weekend. Right. It is? What is it? That I forgot, that I forgot about. What three-day? What, what makes it three-day? Friday. I don't have to work. Oh, okay. Oh, good it's Friday. That, oh, yeah, I got to work good Friday. Oh, uh, yeah, you work from home, bro. I'm off Juneteenth. I'm off Juneteenth. <laughs> I have I have nothing for that. Okay, hey man, when I'm just happy. I'm just happy to have an extra day off, man. It'd be funny when these white corporations do shit like this, bro. <laughs> no, I mean I get it. No, because they're looking. They're just the funny thing, like I complain about the days off and my schedule all the time. Because I'm like, yo, I took the job because I had four days off a week. And I did my overtime when I wasn't going out of town. It was gravy, right? And then he says to me, well, you got a three-day weekend coming up. I said, well, that's not good for me anyway because I can't travel that weekend because all my resources are going to be doing other things. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a time when, you know, kids have tournaments, families take maybe little vacations because they got time off for work, spring break, whatever. I said, so that's just not helping me, bro, at all. Yeah, it's spring break. Well, it's good. It's good Friday. I'm like, good Friday? I was like, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Thank you, Dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a black man trying to survive in this world. Do some things, man. You tell me about Good Friday, man. <laughs> Are they giving it to y'all as paid? I mean, yeah, but I don't fuck about that shit, nigga. Son, listen. I don't want to keep telling how many hours I work a week on this show, bro. Yo, be happy that you got the time off, bro. You need the time off. No, that's fine. But sometimes you don't have to say nothing to me. <laughs> I didn't ask you nothing about Good Friday, man. Yo, the day off, I'm fine with. I'm gonna find something to do with myself. But I was good. I was good right there. I just don't like small talk, man. I'm sorry, man. It's just me. Oh, man. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He really meant well. He did not do anything wrong. Because I went to work Saturday. I only stayed two hours. I had time to go back, spend time with my family, and take all the pictures we took. So. Me and him are cool. I just try to tell him all the time. I'm not the explanation guy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to do that, man. Small talk is just, woo, really good. You just, it's like, it's like when we was younger. Remember how we used to talk ourselves out of some pussy? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we don't even know she wants to give us the ass. We spit all kind of game. Next thing you know, eh, she don't like us no more. <laughs> no, that shit happened to me one time. I was at a party, man. My cousin threw a party. A house party. You remember the old school days? A house party. I'm at the house yeah, party. Yeah, man. This chick next to me. We just talking, but it's mad small talk. And um, shorty got up, da- danced with this other nigga, and he was giving her back shots in the back of the goddamn house. Though so I was like, God damn, damn. that was my opportunity. I totally blew that shit, son. Damn, totally blew. But that. I got, I got. I got one confession I'm going to throw out in the podcast, bro. I'm going to tell you this because I don't even care. I'm going to tell you. Bro, I ain't got no games, eh? Got no game? If I got to walk up to a chick at a bar or anywhere and just start a conversation, yo, I have no game. That's cat. 
No, I don't. I don't. My game is not having no game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't. I don't. It's not even a game. I can't. I know partners that'll see a woman just walk up to her and say some slick shit, make a smile. Yo, I don't do that. Right, right, right. I understand. I might, I might have a half smirk and catch a smile from you, and I'll just say how you doing or something. That's it. I have no pickup line. None of that shit. I don't have no pickup lines. Bro. I don't either. I, I don't either. I'm not gonna even front. I don't either. I just, but I, I've have walked up to women and you know spoken to them. You know, at, at events. Yeah, I have too. Off, off for the Hennessy. I don't know what the fuck I said. <laughs> that, that don't even count. I probably said I love you with some dumb shit. <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> but if I talk to somebody on the phone, like, my best game is just being transparent and just having good conversations. Right, right. I, I mean, but for some people, for some people, that ain't, that's not going to work. Right. I think the corniest line I said that worked, <clears throat> I, I walked up to, to a young lady at the bar um, back in college. We was just chilling. It was a bunch of, she had her little homegirls. And I just kind of slid up to the one I wanted, act like I was trying to get something to drink. And I looked at her and I said, yo, let me occupy your time for a little bit. And then she was like, that ain't corny. I thought that shit was corny as hell. After I got done, but it worked. I was like, oh shit, that shit worked. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you what else used to work for me. I always hung out with dudes that weren't very respectful to females as far as their pickup lines. Their pickup lines are always kind of like male chauvinistic kind of you know, buffoon and shit. So I'll and I'm coming behind them, and I'll be like, <laughs> they'll be looking at me like they'll either they say something about my man or something, and you know, and I'll be like, you know, you know, we all move different, man. You know, I I, I wouldn't approach you like that. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll get the laugh, and then I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, okay, a little laughy laugh, laugh, okay, okay. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Yeah, <laughs> That's the game, if you think about it. That's what I said. My game is out and okay. I'm a counterpuncher. Hey, fuck it. Just counterpunch then. I'll be, I'll be Floyd Mayweather and I'm a, okay. Hey, he's about to box in Dubai. He about to he he's in Dubai. Okay. I'll watch it though. But as his fighter, um Devontae Davis is about to leave him. I didn't hear that. I have to yeah. I have to check I have to check on that. He's about to leave. He's about to leave him. His contract ended and he's about to part ways with um um Mayweather promotions. I'm sure he has his reasons. Yeah. We gonna see, man. My thing is you leave that entity that has pay-per-view every time you step on a step out there, <clears throat> all the facilities he giving you everything that you need. I hope it will young brother. As a boxer, as, as, as a to the white man, that's my thing. I just hope he don't go running to the white man thinking he gonna have a better opportunity by running over here or Delahoya lame ass think you gonna have a better opportunity because it's fighting under me whether he does miss out on certain fights <clears throat> because Mayweather and <clears throat> and I think it was this one white dude that Mayweather used to actually um, be under. He has a lot of boxes. He's not able to get those fights because they're personal beat. Well, I, I look at it as, from a personal standpoint, I can kind of imagine why and how he'll be in a position where he wants to leave him. But from 
a lucrative standpoint, I don't know what he's thinking because, like you say, Floyd has a lot of revenue streams locked down. You know what I mean? And he has failed relationships also, but doesn't everybody? Right. And let's keep it a band. You know what I mean? No one knew nothing about Javante Davis until Mayweather took him under his wing, dog. I mean, the talent is there, but boxing still, that promotion, that marketing still goes a long way. You got to get the fights. There's always been good fighters that never get real good fights. Like, they, they fight to get a good fight. They got to, nowadays, you got to go on social media and have the antics just to get a good fight. And Davis. And that doesn't always work. Uh, he's fought some good people. Got a bunch of belts. He going. Yo, I say this. He go on his own and he lose his first fight. Mayweather going to talk shit. You hear me? Bad thing about boxing, sometimes you can lose one fight and never come back. Mm-hmm. You see um, Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner was good under Mayweather promotions. He left Mayweather promotions. Did his own he thing. No, he, has, he has no discipline. He started dis- derailing. He had mad discipline under Mayweather promotions because you know... Because Mayweather is a professional when it comes to, when it comes to boxing... Drink, he don't do nothing but spend money. That's all he does. Yeah, when it comes to boxing, he's as disciplined as you get. In reality, he don't do nothing wrong. He just say a bunch of goofy shit, but who don't? He really don't nah, do that wrong. Keep it a I bad. mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of person I would have been if I would have came up like him and then just had millions, millions, millions. And I can go to a strip club and leave 50 grand on the floor. I don't know what I would have been like. You know what I mean? I don't think I would have been like him, but I would have been different from what I am now. He came from Michigan. Zero. <laughs> Nothing. Undefeated, man. Let's just be undefeated in 50 fights. Right. <laughs> and then got into fighting. And when he, when he was, when he was, what was his name before Money Made? It was, um. The Pretty Boy Floyd. Yep, Pretty. He wasn't, he wasn't really making no money on that Pretty Boy Floyd shit. Nah, he was just getting living. Get it. No, he was just getting, getting his feet wet, learning, learning the game. In the money, man, and started talking his shit. He started getting all the fuck. Well, boxing is, is hey. boxing is like if boxing is like if wrestling was real. Yeah, you gotta sell. You know what I mean, you, yeah, you gotta sell your character. But the only difference is when you get in that ring, somebody will fuck you up. They will fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't scripted. Adrian Bronner had the imagery thing down though. Like he was a character, but fight. He was fine. No, I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm not saying he's a bum, but he spiraled badly. Yep, because he got on all the drinking, all the extra shit, not being disciplined no more. When he was disciplined, he was beating everybody ass. As soon as he became undisciplined, he back in Michigan, right where, right where Floyd from. Back at the hey, Boxing ain't for everybody. Boxing ain't for everybody. He's trying to come back, man. I'm hearing he's trying to come back, man. And I, and I like young boy, but he got he to gotta win a few fights in a row. His name, That's not easy. his name ain't the draw anymore. Nah, man, he's a serious undercard, bro. <laughs> Damn, the bat, the bat, yeah, yeah, he's the he's the undercard's undercard. Damn, son, he's he's first fight of the night business right now. And oh. the bad thing about first fight of the night, yo, this under, let me hold up, man, hold up. I know, I know you want to play devil's advocate and start some bullshit. Damn, say so. <laughs> When you the undercard, undercard, you're gonna fight this young guy that's maybe, let's say six and all, and you're gonna laugh at it because you're this seasoned vet, right? That young nigga hungry, he ain't had no pussy in about a year. You know what I'm saying? He gonna fuck around, knock your ass out, and that looks bad. 
at the Lido Arena, straight to some box. <laughs> what? Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating when I see a year because I, I, like, I they doubt make, they take year hiatuses. Now nah, they make you take at least 30, 40 days. Supposed to. A lot. Some fighters say they don't do that. Yeah, some don't. And then where they at? I don't think Tyson did it. Tyson was a in the beginning. I think he might have. Tyson was a different type of animal, though. But, but yo, you, know, you see, you see, the f- as soon as he lost his discipline, what happened to him? But though, I'm just saying, though, you see when people interview him, how scared they are when they really be asking them questions. Do you see on their face? They be like. But Mike, do you really whatever, whatever? And Mike just be looking like Mike got one facial expression. One. You don't even know he's getting ready to laugh. He's like staring at holding your ass. You be like, damn, should I said that shit? Duh. I, I said Gilly and Wall Gilly and Wallow, mainly Gilly, was the only one not really scared to ask Tyson questions. Gilly stands by his words, though. I mean, it, the thing with him and Wiz was funny to me, though. But okay, you know. yeah, they, that shit is is goofy. It's goof time season with that that whole situation. It is. It's goofy. It's goofy. I, I hate that I it went. Wiz, I don't think Wiz was the one that got his page deactivated. I think the fans did that. You know, don't take much. Nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Wiz did because Wiz made a comment in response, and it wasn't even like malicious or nothing. Wiz just said what he said. Yeah. You know, I see Wiz being like a laid-back dude. He ain't no sucker or nothing, but I don't think Wiz really even wanted to take it there. Wiz wears weird shit when he works out, though, to me, but eh, that's him. That's what he wants to wear. Boy tie boxing. That's what they wear. No, but it's weird to me, but that's to me. It's none of my business. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say nothing about it. Right. He ain't hurting nobody. It don't look gay or nothing. I mean, I guess we ain't supposed to be using that word, but... Right. <laughs> But that's, I mean, to me, that's when I see what Wiz wearing, I know, I know why. Because of what type of, what type of thing he's working on. You know what I'm saying? He, but I'm saying, when you see Wiz wear that, though, uh-huh. does it even make you think twice? I look at it like that's Wiz. That's just Wiz, yeah. I feel no, it. Don't, it ain't like I'm um, Jay-Z wearing it or something. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, whoa, what are they doing? If Jay would have put that on like, yo, fam, you're not a kickboxer. Wiz Khalifa went from a buck 20 to a, at least a buck eighty, <laughs> working out doing kickboxing. You know, that's I mean? crazy that you 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 got stronger and you're a buck eighty. That's funny to me. I mean, you know, you ain't got to be two hundred pounds to be strong. <laughs> I mean, I can't be two hundred pounds. <laughs> Your body type ain't two hundred pounds. Shit. I don't think I'll ever see two hundred pounds, bro. Doing two hundred. If I get two hundred pounds, bro, just know it. There's some problems. Nah, nah. I'll take that back. I'll probably be around 200 when I'm like 70. Right, right. And I'm going to have this big ass Al Sharpton head with this little body. Same thing here. I'm going to have some, I'm gonna have some muscles left with a lot of skin. <laughs> <laughs> I know right now I'm trying to figure out how to cut, just cut, just cut, cut everything. Just, just trying to lean it out, like really lean. lean, lean. It's the way you put your workouts together. I'm doing, I'm doing lean yeah, out workouts I, now. That's why I'm trying to figure out my workouts because I, I need to change. I need to start change up in my workouts. A lot of it's the rep range. I think you I'm- You know what I mean? Same, I same, this is, what this is what I'm saying. This, it's, it's the high intensity, high rep range, lower rest in between sets. Well, I'm gonna tell you the best workout I had and this last year, I went with my man from work because we met years ago on Fitness Connection. It's funny we connected. We decided to work out together. It was a back day, back back bicep day. 
neither one of us really fucked with our phone. So that keeps the, the rest time short. And when you work and, out, um, fuck with your phone. That's to be honest. It's different. It depends on the intensity of the person. We have mutual intensity, so it works. Right. So I'm not saying you're wrong. If you got mutual intensity, it works. So we didn't fuck with our phone. We was like, boom, 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 boom. We hit the muscles from all the angles, and we kept the rep range from 15 to 20 with high intensity. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's, that'll burn fat. And you're also working muscle. Sometimes in that low range, you're just working for power. You know what I'm saying? In our age and demographic, you know what I mean? How much power are you really working for? What you're really trying to do is lean out, get healthy, look better in your clothes. So I do a lot of that heavy lifting stuff. I mean, I keep my ranges high. And also your flexibility too. Lifting all that bad bulky ass shit, your joints hurting. You know, if you were issues with your knees and shit, if you're gonna squat, why would you squat anything? If you're just trying to squat, 12, 15 reps, which is a lot. That's a full body workout. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Not, not a weight on there, but you really work working muscle you train your body. That should be the goal. And most people, they ego exercise. The ego stuff is going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. I, got, I don't do that shit. I've been watching these dudes in the gym lifting this hip shit. Oh, oh, that noise, man. Remember that's how I called you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might not even remember. We so no, I remember. He was like, I was like, what the fuck? Can you get that crap yelling, son? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but I be seeing dudes. I like, was like, son, I'm in the gym. You're like, no, he is doing too much. <laughs> when I see them put mad plates on and they just doing mad extra, but you only, you put all these plates on to do one rep down. Oh, you. You know what I mean? I mean. You might be maxing out. Thank you for max out. But at my age, bro, I have I have no reason to at my at my age, I have no reason to max out ever. My question is my question is about maxing out then. So maxing out is literally just doing one up down on this high level weight that help that helps you? Or that just shows you could do one 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 bench, one press of this weight. No, it helped. It helps. It helps from a, it helps from a power standpoint. No, it helps from a power standpoint, but it helps mostly from an ego standpoint. You want to know where you are and how strong you know your sh- is. That shouldn't be core of your workouts if you're really trying to you know lean out or whatever. It's okay, but I just cannot do it. Five of those, you can do five of those. I'm like, all right, cool. That motherfucker strong as hell. You can do five, you know, five hundred pound joints. I don't know, man. I just never was that guy. Yeah, but you don't. You don't. You don't know. You don't know how many reps you can do when you put the wall. So you might be able to get two. So you try to see, okay, I got one last time. Let's see if I can get two this time. I mean, I got two last time. I'm going to go four. You know, myself, if I can't at least push it five times, I don't mess with it because I don't use a spotter. And I see people all the time. This one only a lot of people that's in the gym or anything in life. They love to tell you, certain things won't work because it doesn't work for them. Like, I can't... I've used all methods of working out, and all of them work for a purpose. Right. Like, I wouldn't tell you to lift heavy weights at all because you're tall, trying to burn fat. There's no need for you to try to see how much you can bench. But if you can find a weight that you can do 15 to 20 reps and you get a good muscle pump from that shit and you putting your sets in, you you staying with your strict form and you're really working the muscle, that's going to benefit your body. Right. 
Now, trying something heavy, yeah, that might feel like you're doing something. Yeah, I put 250 on the bar. But your body will look the same. Right. You can be that guy in the gym and his body never transforms. Or you can put together a program to transform your body. I'm into the body transformation shit. People look at me and swear me down. I just go to the gym and a bunch of heavy shit. You would be disappointed. Right. Yeah, I know. I've been as I'm as I'm. I bitch. I bitch heavy dumbbells, but um, damn, not because you. I bitch the the one twenty dumbbells and one thirties, but I bitch those because I can. I could throw those up twelve times. I'm not benching it because it's heavy. I bench it because I can't. Right. But I'm not gonna be in there curling. My whole body swinging all over the place and shit, and yelling and hollering. I ain't doing all that shit, man. I see a lot of that. A lot of kids. Yeah, it's, it's an ego thing. Okay, I can see that. Yo, let's get let's get into the show, man. Let's get into what we got, what we came here for. Um, you know, Black Male Podcast. We want to drop a, drop some knowledge on people as we try to um figure out this new process, new system. You know, what I mean, we using um. Um, Zoom to help us record our podcast. We'll see how this works. Um, see how this um, progresses us. I'm hearing some little noise here and there. I want to play this video. Let me see. It was by it was by my guy Trey. Oh, let me get it get it right. We don't fucking want to help each other. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. We hate on each other. Mm-hmm. We don't actually lift each other up. We talk all of this. It don't matter what the white person thinks. But when it really come down to it, we don't help each other. So much so that black people don't even like to ask for help. We think that that's a sign of weakness. Like you can't let your pride allow you to actually need help. Want help. I'll do it on my own. I don't need a handout. I don't need nothing. That's the mentality we walk around with. And that's the that's holding us back. And a lot of the times, it'd be a lot of black people, and I'm going to get killed for saying this, but it's f***ing true, that blame white people, and it's not on them. It's on us. And we don't want to eat that shit. And that's what I'm fucking tired of. Why don't we do that? Why don't we help each other the same way they do and stop fucking blaming them for some of the we find ourselves in in moments when we have to take accountability? You're right. So what are we going to do about it? Stop hating on each other. That's where it starts. We can't slap each other at the other guy's event. We can't do that kind of Oh, man. I mean, he made, he made um, tremendous points in that in my book. What's your thoughts? I liked it. I liked his energy for one. It definitely was very sincere. Um, we've talked about it several times. You know, like you like, like you like to say, stop doing shit. Um, you know, we don't support each other, but we expect others to support us. And every time there's a problem, first thing we say is the system holding us down, our white man holding us down. Talking to somebody a while back, man, I said uh, my biggest problems um, with employers whether I was young or lower level scale or with their management. It was always been black people. It's always been my own people. The last podcast that somebody um, hit me on like this. Either, either. Uh-huh. It's always some cut those shit or it's opportunity for transfer of information where we had that, I got mine attitude or when maybe you get a person nobody under you wants to try to undermine your I'm not going to say authority. They want to undermine your position or stature at that time. You know what I'm saying? They want to give you a hard time and put you in a position where you might have to write somebody up or you might have to fire somebody. Now it's like, oh, he's brand new because he's in that position. No, I have a position. You're trying to prevent me from succeeding. So I got to do what I have to do. 
know what I mean? You chose to be an enemy when I'm just trying to progress, you know, and, and yo, man, we, we always hating on each other. We, we say that all the time. At every level, we don't want to see somebody succeed. As soon as a person starts succeeding, the first thing somebody does is say something negative. I agree. Yeah. And, and, and we've I, said it on a podcast before. Well, I mean, we judge each other on the worst day all the time. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you are. I mean, you are right. You're totally right. I think um, I think the sad part is um, I don't see a change happening um, because they say that crab in a barrel mentality. I think it's more than crab in a barrel. I think it's literally we're doing a mental genocide amongst each other by not supporting us. Like, yo, you see you see me black related restaurants and different stuff all the time. All the time. And you know me, bro. I pull up if the food look good or especially if you tried it. So I went to the um I went to the uh, spot yesterday. So um um Saturday. I went to the spot Saturday. So I forgot we pre-recorded this on Sunday. The, the black home? Yes. The black that's black, black home? Yes. I, yep. did, I did not know that. I did not know that. I sent it to you because of the phone kicks. Now I gotta go. Yep, it's black owned, bro. The owners are there, two women. Two black-owned women in the funnel cake spot. Black women? Black women. Huh. Phenomenal. Huh. It was on point. You hear me? I promoted it as soon as, soon as we... Dog, I took pictures while the girl was showing us our food as she was closing the lids. Dog, you got me with funnel cake with... Dog, you got banana. Sean had a banana split funnel cake. Ice cream. Bananas. Whipped cream, all the shit. Um, the baby had a birthday cake one, ice cream, sprinkle, all that shit. Erica had a pecan joint. I didn't get one. You know what I mean? I'm my sweet intake. You know, I took a little piece of everybody. You know, everybody wants to share with me. They got to make sure I taste it because I'm paying for it. Dog, they were so happy. Dog, we sat in the car. They don't have no seating or nothing like that. Oh, we sat in the car. Finished that off. I okay. got me a drink. I got me this blue, this um raspberry lemonade, blue 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 raspberry lemonade, real raspberries in it. That shit was crazy. That shit was fire. Sound crazy though. Blue raspberry lemonade. Never heard fire. of that. Fire. That shows how creative we can be. That shows how creative we can be when we get it out there. Polite, great. Customer. Okay, I didn't know it was black on. That's what's up. Great customer service. Very clean, polite. It's in a great spot. A spot we wouldn't even think of. It's in a great spot. Great location. Duh. And when we, cool. like, it was, when I we like got that. there, it was only one person there in front of us. As we was leaving, people were just walking in. Duh, they, I, they got busy. They got super busy. Duh. And they're not slow, neither. They right on it. That's where we, that's where we got to start helping each other, bro. When we know we have businesses and different things, not only go to the business and spend money, also promote that business. Give them a level of promotion that maybe they can't pay for. There's so many things that we could do as a community and that's out, outside of the scope of what they call hate. And I'll, I believe in this. And you know I say this all the time. I believe in being my brother's keeper, the same thing when it comes to women as well. I'm, I am my my community's keeper within my circle. I don't have a big circle, but I have a nice network of people that I support, that I do business with, or that I go, when I go to that place, I don't ask for a discount. I just go and I pay for what, you, what you're requesting. 
All because you know me don't mean give me a discount. I go to an event. Oh, TS, TS, come on in. Now, nah, how much it is to get in here? No, I got you. No, how much it is to get in here? I'm going to pay for me to get in. Because I know that money is going to go to you. I know that money is going to, you're going to need that little bit of chicken. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what we got to start. Oh, yeah, but think about this. I it out to us. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. But um, think about this. I'm going to give you credit for this because I know you do do this. You will post uh, um, independent artists. You will post small businesses on statuses, stories, or whatever. But you think about all the people that get posted that we have nothing to do with, that we can't touch, that aren't anywhere near where we're living or nothing. We need a post from nothing, and we're always in like total strangers and we just black owned business that's local that person will go to and love it and might not even tell a friend about it yeah might not even tell a friend about it like the whole mentality of um you know got the black store here got ice and the white store over here like uh the old people that say the white people ice is colder so a lot of black people will go get ice from the white person because they don't want to see the black person succeed you know, like we need to change that mentality. I can't say it's getting better. I can't really say it's getting worse. It's almost like it's the same. It ain't changed. I can feel. You know, you know, you know what? You know what I really we just, I feel it changed when I go to Atlanta. We don't like the men. Don't like the men. The men don't like the women. The women don't like the men. The women don't like the women. Right. I, I, you know, that part of that part of it, I don't give a fuck about no more. I used to care about the relationship aspect and how relationships. I don't care about that no more. <clears throat> like who you like, you love who you love. Just deal with it. Figure that shit out. Or listen to Life and Love with Erica and Sean and we'll give you some tips. Like, I don't care about that shit no more. I care about oh, doing business with one another. <laughs> oh yeah, shameless promotion. <laughs> I care about us doing business. We have to like it. We have to, but see, we gotta, we gotta, even with that, we gotta do better because we don't have to be friends to do business. Exactly. You know what I mean? If the business makes sense, that should be fine. And you don't have to be friends to be cordial. Like, I don't, yo, you don't have to blame bed with each other. As men, you should be able to come together and do business. As women, you should be able to come together and do positive things. As men and women together, we should be able to do good things. It shouldn't be a problem. I agree. It doesn't have to always be over-sexualized. Men, it shouldn't always have to be an ego thing. You know, like you, it has to be your idea or no idea. You should be able to put ideas together on the table and figure out what's best and be like, come right, on, let's do this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. I'm not going to disagree. I agree totally with you. But, brother, the brother answered all questions on that show. Yeah. He did. He did. He answered everything. He was damn sure on point with it. What he was saying was on he actually, point. Uh, he actually attacked it. He attacked the hell out of it. He attacked it. <laughs> He attacked the hell out of this. Stop hating on each other. That's going to be hard, though, for some people. That's going to be hard because it is, they've been hating all their life. You know, <clears throat> has made it where hate is is a top ranking thing to do. It's more prevalent than supporting. Is it better than supporting? <clears throat> Yeah, but some of us were raised by parents that were haters, but we didn't realize they were haters when we were kids. Damn. 
Damn. Think about it. Some parents don't like none. Of, they don't like none of your friends. They don't like none of your friends' families. Every time somebody gets a car, oh, that car ain't nothing. He ain't buying nothing. He think he this. He think he that. A lot of parents are haters, but we were kids. We can get it. My brother was talking about laughing. A lot of older people are haters, like aunties and uncles and even parents sometimes. I don't even think they realize that's what they were doing back then. But you grew up within that system, and you're instilled with that kind of inner hatred that she don't even realize you have. You have church people that don't like people in churches. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's almost like a gang. You got these church members. Oh, they go to Mount Zion. You know, oh, they members over there at Ashley Grove. Hey, they over there at Pastor Johnson, man. Pastor Johnson, people with Sister Shirley, they got a lot of mess going on over there. Oh, Yup, yup, they do. Like, our church people, like you and I don't go to church. Like you and I don't go to church. We be in a room and be whispering. They don't even go to nobody's church. Yeah. So now we're bad people. You don't want to mess with us because we don't go to church. church. You won't listen to the podcast we don't go to church. Okay, but none, none of y'all. We hate this, but man, yo. No, but I'm, I was using that example of hatred because I remember growing up seeing that hate, but I didn't see it as hate when I was a child. But it was all hate. I don't care about none of y'all. Church. I don't know what other races. This, the, yeah, this is the black male podcast. I don't know what none of y'all, rest of y'all races are doing. I have no idea. I don't care. But I know we could and should do better. I agree. Nah, I don't care about that crap, man. I don't care about none of that, man. No, this, this, I, I, I just, uh huh. No, nah, I was saying I'm not going to dig into that environment because I grew up within it. I don't want to seem like I'm bashing it. I'm just speaking the facts, man. I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to play this. This shit was funny. Thing that you wish you could say to help improve your sex life, but you really don't know how because if you did, it would sound rude as hell. Here are some of the responses. I don't have sex no more because my pussy was burning after the last time. Yikes. You are licking my pussy. Yikes. Girl, you can give hit. I really want to try to have a threesome. If you slow down, maybe we could both catch a nut. That's that's not good. I know mm. I'm a man, but could you start touching me, kissing on me more? You do not have to beat it up for me to feel. I don't want to make love. Fuck me like a slut. How you going to complain, but all you do is just lay there? You spit on my pussy, I'm going to be pissed. You like a rabbit. Maybe you won't come. Could you choke me harder? Your genitals smell. Respect. I don't like how you lick my butt no more. I'm glad you know where my clit is, but that shit hurts. Less teeth, less nagging, more gagging. Question. Yo, that's funny. So, my question to that is, has there ever been an opportunity, a situation where you were with a person and they just, certain things they just did not do right that you did not enjoy sexually that you had to tell them? Did you tell them? I've encountered that a lot of times in my life. I mean, now, I mean, I articulate my position way better than I've ever had in my life. So I don't have those issues anymore, but I had a person, I basically told them, Having sex, you feel like I'm with a stranger and you don't like me very much. Like, you don't touch me like nothing. You're just there. Like, I feel like I'm taking it. I don't want it. This ain't good for me. And, you know, the person was like against oral sex totally. Like, I'm like, what am I doing here? This just doesn't work. You know what I mean? And it's fine. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It just means you're wrong for me. I mean, it's fine. I ain't mad, but I'm just telling you, I'm not doing this. 
Yeah, I, I love the attention of I, I actually love the attention of a woman. I actually love the intimacy shared with a woman. I actually like it. You know what I mean? I don't want to feel like you're just giving it to me because you feel that's a necessity of engagement. I'm good on that. I mean, like, nah, I'm all right. Like, when you're younger, you don't really care. You just want to get something. But, I mean, I'm not doing all that shit, man. But some men might be comfortable with that. Some men that might great for them to be engaged with my lady I like my lady to be engaged within me and all levels of intimacy even within the sex and outside the sex and all levels some women they're just statues man and whatever put them in that position to be a statue I'm not trying to take the time and psychoanalyze you all the time like it's just it's just not for me we can be cool we'll be cordial but I need more than that especially if you're going to be my lady Nah, I've had it several. Almost everything she said, I can almost remember a time it might have been Apple in some kind of way. And women should communicate with us also. We might be doing something to them that the last woman liked, but they don't like. We might be trying something new that we want to see if they like and they don't like it. But if they don't say anything, we don't know. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing wrong with saying something's been done too hard or something's been. Yo, I'm offended. I want you to enjoy this experience. If this is what you like, yo, let me give you that. The sad part is so many people that express that feeling and people get upset about that. I never understood that. Like, yo, I want you to enjoy what we're doing here. So I'm going to tell you, you know what I mean, if I'm not feeling so, oh, I'm going to ask you, yo, let, oh, I'm going to let you know at the beginning, hey, if I'm doing something that you're not liking, let me know. You want me to go faster? Go faster. Slow it down, slow it down. I go, I definitely go off a of feeling. You could tell... If you paying attention, yeah, yeah, you feel the person having sex with that you making love to, you know what they like and what they don't like. You know what's and during the act, you could tell what they like or don't like. But some dudes be so self indulged with themselves, like yo, I'm gonna get this nut. They not even paying attention to Shorty. Shorty is telling you during the act, her body is telling you. She may not be physically telling you, but her body is telling you what she like or not like. Well, man. Well, a lot of women ain't into that jackrabbit slap it, bro. Like, just... They liking that shit, man. Some women do. It is old nigga slow down, but we're going to get intimate. I'm digging you. You're going to love me. See, that's why... That's why when these younger... That's why when these younger girls, younger women, I should say, get with these grown men, and these grown men take the time to satisfy their bodies... Their mind is blown. Like, whoa, what the? Yo, they never felt. Yo, it's funny you say that because um, before Erica and I got together, I had messed with this this young girl. I just said fuck it. I met her. I forgot how I met her. She was way younger. She was she was I think twenty one. Might have been twenty one. Twenty one. Maybe twenty two. I'm almost thirty, so I've been you know I'm still twenties, but I'm almost thirty, and I've been around the world and back. Shorty came by and you know we did our do, and she yo when she got done she just laid there, and she was like, "I've never came that much before." I'm like, "What you mean you never came that much before?" She was like, "I didn't even know I could come from a someone having sex with me. I've always made myself come," and I was like, "Huh?" 
but I'm not thinking. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that. I'm, I'm not thinking like, yo, you know, you, maybe you're an experienced, whatever, whatever. But Shorty had two kids already, 21, already two kids. <clears throat> so I'm like, yeah, but that you know, means she's just never had a fulfilling sexual experience before. Right. She's like, yeah. no one has never. That happens all the time, man. with me. Granted, she was crazy as hell afterwards, which I understood because I was making it. I thought I made it clear that this is just for fun. I'm not looking for nobody to down. It, does, it doesn't matter. This this crazy. It's crazy you said that. Crazy you said that because in my experience in my younger years, the women that became more attached were the ones that you said yeah. you weren't going to have a relationship with. It's almost like a challenge. You say I'm not looking for a relationship. You know, you and I aren't going to do that. They almost have set in their mind. Yes, you are. Yes, you will. And I'm going to figure out how to make you change your mind. Right. I will. I'm going to do this more. I'm going to do this less. I'm going to do this a whole lot more because you like it. I'm going to do this less because you don't like it. And they're going to put that pressure on you. You're going to be sitting there. We agree. I thought we agreed. Because <laughs> I said it and you were like, okay, I'm not really trying to have nothing either. So I'm like, we are good. That's not what usually happens. That's true. It happened in our case because I wasn't doing it. <laughs> and, you know, and you also want to tell a woman, look, you really don't even like me that much, so I don't even know why you're doing this. <laughs> you just like how... Like, you like what we're doing. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, which is fine. So do you I remember years ago, I said this to somebody. Yo, I said this to somebody years ago. I've said this several times, and a couple of times people got mad at me for saying this, because I remember when I said, I told a woman, I said, look, I'm not looking for a, a, a girlfriend at, at this point or someone to be my woman. I said, cause I, I'm, I'm not there yet. I said, but I can promise you, I'll probably treat you better than any boyfriend you've ever had in your life. This woman didn't hear not a word I said and just snapped because I said I didn't want her to be a girlfriend. That's all she heard. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all she heard. But what I'm saying is, you had all these men that you considered to be your boyfriends that didn't do anything romantic. You had no levels of intimacy. All you did was have sex with them and talk on the phone here and there. They never listened to you. They never talked to you. They never problems off with you. They never built with you. They never made suggestions. They never even made you feel special as a woman. But that title of you being someone's girlfriend meant more to you than someone actually treating you like a woman. And I've even had a woman say to me, why can't I just feel special once in a while? She said, but her level of feeling special was a man just telling her he loved her, he loved her or not. And a man telling her she was the only one, whether it was the truth or not. That's how she felt special. So she was in love with the illusion of being in love more so than putting herself in a position to be accepting of love. In the act of. That's sad. That's sad. That's super sad. Yeah. That's sad. But it's it's common. It's it's way more common than we realize. It might be men out there like that. We just don't know it. But in my time, I've met a few people that were like that. They just wanted to feel like someone loved them like that for a minute, just for a little bit. They didn't want to build anything. They just wanted the feeling of it. And right. some people, like women. They're emotional, man. Like, you can't connect this act of sex to being in love with a man. You can't. A man can have sex with you don't even like you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even care nothing about what I you mean. I mean, just because he, just because 
just because he looks you in the face and, and, and gives you a kiss and tongues you down, that don't mean he likes you like that. Something's just nasty. I just see men tongue down girls in the club. Which is disgusting. Just met on the dance floor, bro, back in the 90s. That shit wasn't nothing. Dudes was just in the club. <laughs> ah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm all over. The clubs was wild, buddy. Yo, you think about it. They meet the woman club and have a one night stand go. You just meet this person. Y'all both been drinking. Yo, there's some kissing going on. And some people get dramatic with what they're doing. That's real. That's real. That's real. I'm done one night. Then you wake up in the morning and be like, wake up in the morning and be like, yo, I don't know what I did last night, but, uh, I hope I didn't go too far. <laughs> That's that drink. That drink. That's when they ask you, you, you did, did you mean what you said last night? And you're oh. like, yo, I'll keep it 100. I ain't saying nothing if I don't mean it. Or they ask you, did you wear a condom? You don't even know what you said. You looking around, did I wear a condom? <laughs> what a condom? I don't know. I <laughs> looking for the rubber. Like, ah, oh, shit, I got to go get this test. Hey. You, you ain't bust off at me, did you? And you'd be like, I don't think oh, I did. No. <laughs> no, you turn around. Bro, I'm telling you, the worst thing ever is waiting for that damn age test to come back after a damn one night stand. Shit. Even worse than that, the first time you pee, you'd be like, shit. Hoping, hoping in That joint come out smooth, you'd be like, you'd be like, ooh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You might around be a handball by your balls, you be mad and shit. You be like, what the hell? Is that a handball? What the hell? Right here, you got genital warts. You know, shit about to get bad out here. Bro, you, hey, hey, you can have them days, bro. I'm good. Oh, me too, brother. I am past good. I'm past good. Yeah, man. Think about no goofy shit like that. Well, yo, man. Um, yeah, it just, it's, we're pretty much at the hour mark. So. Both said we ain't had nothing. Damn, that went pretty fast, man. Hour mark. That went pretty fast, man. Yo, so you got anything else? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this before I forget. No, I just, just want to add. Um, I spent some good time with my family this weekend, man. And um, we all sat there at the table. You know, my father at the head, my mother at the head. My father at the head, I guess you could say my mother at the foot. Yeah. I guess you say that. My two brothers, my niece, you know, my niece is my oldest brother's daughter. And uh, it's crazy because she's my niece, she's like my little sister, kind of like my daughter, you know what I'm saying? So we all sat there, we had our family discussions, man. It's the first time we all been together in like six years. Oh, wow. And uh, that feeling, man, I just, people always say, oh, family is everything, family first. They say that, but just getting together and having that feeling. You know what I'm saying? We had a couple of minutes when my father got a little misty, man. Because I think as men, when we get older, we get a little misty because we start thinking about things in the past maybe we could have done differently. But you just feel that love. You just, it's you know, you build up to have those moments, man. And, you know, both of my brothers too, man. You're feeling it, man. My niece, my niece held it together, though. She's a crier. She kind of held it together. And it's funny, man, because my father liked attention. So he loves to ask you, 
do you have anything you want to say to the people? Because he's a church guy, and they do that in church all the time. You have anything you want to say for the people? Then as long as God says a bunch of shit, it was like, sit your ass down, nigga. <laughs> so he gets to me, and I'm like, people don't articulate my words very well. My oldest brother, he likes to get the floor and say shit, man. But I just say that to say, I always get on TS about creating new memories, man, because the pictures I had taken and the few that I edited, some black and white, some others, just looking at them now, what they mean to me, I'm imagining to myself what it's going to mean to me two, three years from now. That day, we can't bring that day back. My parents are 86 years old, been married for 65 years. Can't bring that pain, that, uh, that day back at all. You, you cannot bring that back. I don't know when we'll get together like that again. You know what I'm saying? And then with me planning to relocate next year, it's like, you know, that time, you know what I mean? That time has what it is. So I'm going to have to blow some of the pictures up and have it there. So I say that to say, love your family, love your friends. You know what I mean? Document the moments, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 there's no better feeling than seeing growth in relationships, man. Whether it's romantic, whether it's platonic, whether it's family. Like even, with, even with my podcast brother, man, y'all, y'all on the outside looking at you have no idea how we've grown, you know, as friends, as brothers, man. It's just... That's real. You know, universe places you with, with with certain things, man. You have to make yourself available to accept those things. But when you have them, you got to cherish them. You got to nurture them, man, and just build. So I'm in a good space right now, family-wise. Powerful, powerful, powerful. So great one, man. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's all. When I saw the photos, I was like, ah, they blood. They had a good time. Mom, mom got the biggest cheese smile on, son. She's seeing her babies. You know what I mean? But I'm going to tell you something. My mother never fucking smiles, bro. <laughs> That's why that picture is so valuable to me. And she fell in the chair next to my father. You know, they're older. They ain't that flexible no more. She basically fell. And uh-huh. when she fell, she was laughing. My father was laughing. Boom, let's get these pictures. Yeah, that was a good, good photo, yeah. You know, oh man, I get missed. I get missed. If you had an Apple Watch, all you had to do was put it on stand and you just take the picture with your with your watch. You know what I mean? But you know, we'll get you there one day. No, I had a camera person. <laughs> I had a camera person. Good job. No, I'm gonna get an Apple Watch though. So you playing games? Just like when you were talking about the mic, and then I had to slide it over on your ass. Ah. You did, you did, you did. <laughs> I mean, hey. watch me, watch me elevate. I see you, I see. You. I got, hey, I got to support the elevation. But it's a Black Man Podcast. This is who yeah, I am. Man. Episode um forty two. Um, like, thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, not in yeah, the podcast too. when we started. So, you know, this is me and my guy. Yeah, Trey Dad is who I am. Well, we out, y'all. Peace. <laughs>